Captain Zimmer, this is Gamarni of Homostaf, Sadi Ali, if all the learning for one last day has been generously sponsored, as an incredible schoser for Hashleimah, Rechad Valeah, Basar Adina, who Baruch Hashem is still recovering, needs many more tefillahs and Yeshua's, but Vesiyat Deshmaya is learning the entire Chavura should bring Rechad Valeah, Basar Adina, a complete Rufu Hashleimah, Bekarai. As well as Chashidim, Zalchem, and Devar, Tom Ziva, Zara, Chashom, and Vizava, even Mazali, Jim, and Chayab, and Mutas, and Sima Malka. As well as Chashidim, Zalchem, and Shalim, and Shalim, and Shalim, and Shalim, and Shalim, we're holding on. Sadi Aleph, Ahmed Aleph. We are five lines from the top. And we begin today as we ended yesterday, the last year, I should say, with many of the small details. No detail is small, but many of the small dinim and details that the Mishnah concluded with within this case in which we have someone that their husband went overseas, what happened, they received a report, whether it was one aid, whether it was two aid, and we'll continue discussing today, that their husband was nifter, she goes and she remarries, and lo and behold, the first husband appears. So, she has to get divorced from both of them, in the case of the Risha, when there was only one aid, and Bezdin Paskin, she got remarried, and all the other dinim. And the Mishnah continued, and the Mishnah said, if she was a Baskayin, she grew up eating Chuma. Now she is puzzled from eating Chuma. Explains the Gemara, not only regular Chuma, but even Chuma der Abona, she is not allowed to eat. And uh, this is a Chiddush. The Chiddush being that you would have thought, as Rashi points out in the last wide line, you don't have to tell me that. That's Pashit. The Chiddush here is, is that you would have thought it was a level of highness. It was a level that she couldn't have avoided it, which you're going to see more about today. So maybe Chuma the Rabbana, she could eat, says the Gemara, no. Continues, Vein Yarshin Shalzav, Vein Yarshin Shalzav, Yarshin Ksubasa, neither Yarshin inherits the Ksuba. Asks the Gemara, Ksuba, my avidite. What is Ksuba? What are you talking about? The Mishnah said she gets no Ksuba. Now you're telling me no one inherits the Ksuba. If she gets no Ksuba, of course no one inherits the Ksuba. Amar Abba Ksubas, Abinin Adichrin. You know what we're talking about? Talking about the Ksuba, the Tanai, the stipulation of the Ksuba for the Abinin Adichrin, for the male children. As Rashi quotes to us, the Gemara that we'll see in Ksubas in a few months. This is the Lashon of the Ksuba, that if they're going to be male children, they're going to be taking the Ksuba of their mother. So the Gemara points out that no, they do not get it. And now the Gemara explains, Pshita, what's the Chiddush of course? Like there's no Ksuba, there's no Tanai Ksuba, and the kids don't get anything. Explains the Gemara, I would have thought, Ladida. For herself, the Avda Isura. She was Ivan Isser. Yes, it was unavoidable. Yes, she couldn't have done anything about it. But at the end of the day, she was a married woman. They got remarried. So says the Gemara, you would have thought perhaps that since she was the one that did the Isser, Kansua Rabbanon. The Rabbanon can ask her. But Lizara for her kids, like a Rabbanon. You would think they did not, the Rabbanon never can ask the kids as they did nothing wrong. Kamash Mulan, that's the Chiddush, and even they do not receive the Ksuba. And the Gemara continues, and what happens if they die without any children? It does even apply. The answer is no. The brothers of both the first and second husband, what do they have to do? 
Chalitza and not Ibum. Explains the Gemara. Echav shal rishin chaylitz midaraisa. The first brother, the first marriage was a real marriage. So there's a din chalitza midaraisa. Vlo miyabim midrabanan. Midrabanan, they said, don't do Ibum. Why not? Because of this whole mess. Echav shal sheni chaylitz midrabanan. The second marriage was not really a marriage. It was really znos. So they require chalitza midrabanan. And of course, lo miyam lo midrabanan, midrabanan, yibam will not apply neither on a deraisa nor on a drabanan level. The Gemara continued, excuse me, the Mishnah continued with three Tanayim. Three Tanayim who discussed what is the din of the Tanikaman, who argued the Tanikaman and the Mishnah. And each one had a, a slightly different wording in the level of Kula and Chamra. Says the Gemara, quoting the first opinion of Yaisi Aymer, Ksubas al by the rough 15 lines down the two dots. Yaisi says, the Ksubas on the first husband, then we had Rav Yezer, and then we had Rav Shimon. Rav Yezer dealt with the Mitzia, the finding and the earnings of the wife, and Rav Shimon dealt with the, the Isser of the Bia of the wife, the, the new husband, or either of them to the wife. So the Gemara now explains, as always, we have three Tanayim in the Mishnah, each one almost introducing a different din. So are they arguing? Are they agreeing? Do some argue? Do some agree? Each one talks about a different point. Rav talks about the Ksuba. Again, Rav Yezer talks about the Mitzia, her findings and her earnings. And then Rav Shimon talks about their inability to live together. So explains the Gemara. We have two ways of learning as we're going to see. We have Rav Huna and Rav Yechanan. We begin with Rav Huna. Rav Huna basroi The latter opinion to the Mishnah, Rav Shimon, Rav Lezer, Rav Yezer, again we have Rav Yaisi first, Rav Yezer second, Rav Shimon last. So says Rav Huna basroi, Rav Shimon is moidit to Rav Yezer, Rav Yezer is moidit to Rav Yaisi. But Rav Yaisi holds up neither. Explains the Gemara, Kamai loy moidit basroi. So when you go from the third to the second to the first, they hold of each other. When you go downward, they do not. Explains the Gemara. Rav Shimon, who again was opinion number three, Mudler of the Yazar, the Mabi of the Iker Isura Lekanis, Rav Shimon holds that even on Bia, even on Tashmish, does not Aser, there is no kinas. Kol shikain, certainly, what was Rav Eliezer's day in the din of Mitzio, Maisio Adel? Because that's only a din Memaina. For Rav Lazar, where Rav Lazar was the second day in Loi Maidilei, Rav Shimon, but it doesn't continue. Rav Lazar doesn't know the Rav Shimon, because Mitzio, Maisio Adel, Memaina, Loi Kanis. Let's just explain this din, and then the rest of them will flow. Again, we Rav Yaisi, Rav Lazar, and Rav Shimon. So the Gemara is saying that Rav Shimon, Hold the Rav Lazar, but Rav Lazar doesn't hold the Rav Shimon. It goes up, it doesn't go down. And then each opinion is going to be the same. So Rav Shimon, who allowed Tash Bishulad Bia, that even in the level of Isser, there was no Kanas, he certainly will hold off Rav Eliezer, who's not talking about Isser, what's he referring to? He's referring to money, Mitzia Maisiodel. But Rav Eliezer, who's referring to money, will not hold off Rav Shimon, who's talking about Isser. Now this is going to be the same thing, repeating itself, the Tarvayu Modul Rav Yaisi, and they both agree to Rav Yaisi's day, and honey, the answer to Taylor Kanis, this one, that they're living now, does not have a Kanas, coaching Ksuba, Mishkel, and Mepakayo, certainly by the Ksuba, which whole entity, the purpose of the Ksuba, 
is at the point of divorce. Rav Yehissu is the first opinion, doesn't hold of other two opinions. Why not? Ksuba is a Mishlam Hefakut Laikanis. Ray says the Ksuba she gets. Ksuba she gets from the first husband. And again, if we didn't explain well enough, all three opinions are arguing on the Tanakama, arguing the first part of today's year, the first five minutes we were discussing that there's no Ksuba, the kids don't get anything. That was the Tanakama. Rav Yehissu, Rav Lezer, Rav Shimon, all are arguing at some level. They're saying, no, there is something. Rav Yehissu says the first husband's estate pays the Ksuba. So explains the Gemara of Yehissu's din is Dafka and Ksuba, not another dinim. Avalahani, the other two dinim, Rav Lezer, Rav Shimon, the other two day, Kanis, they make the Knast. That is Rav Huna. Rav Yechon Amar, the exact opposite. Kamoi, Moedel Abrasroi. The first opinion is all of the latter opinions. Rav Yaisi is going to hold the Rav Lezer, Rav Rav Shimon, Rav Lezer, hold the Rav Shimon. But, Basroi, Moedel Kamoi, Rav Shimon will not hold the Rav Lezer, Rav Lezer will not hold the Rav Yaisi. It now explains the Gemara. Rav Yaisi, Moedel Rav Lezer, Rav Yaisi, hold the Rav Lezer. Why? Ksuba dimidi dey laduda. The Ksuba, which is going from him to her, like Kanis is no Kanas. The Certainly, when it comes to her own earnings, which is coming from her to him, there will be no knas. Revelazer's opinion number two. Why not? Only those two entities that come from her to him. Like Kanis. But the Ksuba, which comes from him, Kanis. They would be a kanas. On both opinions, they both hold the Rav Shimon. The third opinion, the Mishnah. Why? Mahani These, while they were alive, there is no kanas. The bia, the bia of the brother in the situation of Yibam or Chalitza. And that's the two ways of learning the Mishnah of Huna and Rav Yechanan in learning these three opinions of Yeshiv and Rav Shimon who argue on the Tanakhama how, how far, we call it, does the Machlekes go. Continues the Gemara, about ten lines, to the medium-sized lines, as the two dots, Nisei's Shaloi Bershos. Rav Shimon continued, and Rav Shimon said that what happens, she got married without Rishos. And as we explained already, what does it mean without Rishos? It means it's not the scenario of the Tanakhama, which was what? Which was an Eid Echad, in which Bezdin allowed her to be married. Shaloi Bershos means there were two Eidim. Two Eidim came along and said, your husband died. So she didn't need to go to Bezdin. That case is going to be different. And ironically, as we pointed out already, this case might be worse for her. Even though there are two Eidim, but there's no Psak, excuse me, better for her because there's no Psak Bezdin. Therefore, she's allowed to return back to her first husband. Let's, let's learn the Gemara. This is the Allah. You're a Ganif. What are you doing? Rav Nachman says back to Rav Huna, Marav, you're passing like this part of the Mishnah. But who do you hold like? If you hold like Rav Shimon, who's the one that said this Memra, Ema Allah, Rav Shimon, so tell us, Allah, Rav Shimon. Tishmaitzach, Rav Shimon, Klausla. 
Because what you just said, that whole chiyoch is that's like Rav Shimon. And maybe you'll tell me, you know why you didn't say Allah like Rav Shimon? Because yeah, I mean, Allah Rav Shimon, that would infer all the cases of Rav Shimon, like the Rav Shimon that we just spoke about two minutes ago, about the brother doing Gibo. So says the Gemara, says Rav Nachman, what's the big deal? See, Allah like Rav in the last case. And indeed, the Gemara folds and the Gemara says, Kasha, that is indeed a Kasha, as we always point out, is very different than Tiyofta that we'll have in a few minutes. Tiyofta means there are no Tiyotim, Kasha means there are. Omar Rav Sheshes says Rav Sheshes, arguing on Ravuna. Ravuna Paskin, the like Rav Shimin. Ravuna Paskin, that in this case, when there were two Edim, and that's why she remarried. She's allowed to go back to the first husband. Says Rav Sheshes, Amina Kinaim Veshachav Rav Amrlal Shmaitza. Rav was dozing off when he said what you just said. It's not accurate. Halacha. Why? Because you, Ravuna Marav, just told me, This is the halacha. What does that infer? Mechlal Debligi. That sounds like there are those. There are those that argue on Rav Shimon. Whom the Chachamim? My Avalela Mevad. But how could they argue in Rav Shimon? What else could she have done? She had to aid him telling her that her husband is dead. What do you want from her? Mi'anis a'onsa. It's like a case of an unavoidable situation. Now this line of Ma'anis a'onsa, we're going to deal with an Ahmed Beis extensively. Is that a valid taina or not? Meaning, she's sitting here and saying, what do you want from me? There were two Adim that came and gave us. Meaning, in the first part of the Mishnah, which we've been speaking about the past few days, took us through Matan Taira. What was the first part of the Mishnah? First part of the Mishnah, there was one aid. And it's true, there was a Psak Bezdin. But it was because of one aid. And we spoke about the fact, she should have looked into him more. She shouldn't just have listened. But here we have two aid, and we know that in the Taira, two aid, them have absolute believability and credibility. So what do you want from her? Mianis Anasa says Rav Shimon, says Rav Shishis, excuse me, and therefore, why would the Rabbanon argue on Rav Shimon? So you're telling me, like Rav Shimon, seemingly everyone should concur. Void, and furthermore, she says, Again, the first medium sized line, The obvious implication. If you have an Asian dish that gets married via Bezdin, that's when. And the other husband comes back. That's when you'll need a get, which is like the ratio of the Mishnah. But via Adim, you're not going to need a get. Now this Braisa, that's teaching us that when Adim gave testimony and she remarried, she does not need a get money. Whose opinion is this? Six, five lines, six lines on the bottom. Elamar of Shimon, I'll be Bezdin, me by a get. Really? If Bezdin Paskin does Rav Shimon concur to the Tanakama? Of course not. But Tanya Rav Shimon, I'm Rasu Bezdin, Kairasi, Kazadin, Ish, Be Isha, Kazadin, Ish, Be Isha. So it says that Rav Shimon, he disagrees. I'll be Adim when they were Adim that testified. Kishigaz Ish, Be Isha. So what do we see? I divide the Rashimin holds in both cases, the ratio, the safe for two Adam, one Adam, you don't need a get. 
So his camp, his price, it can't be Rav Shimon. Elolav, it must be the Rabbanon he. And what do we see? We see the Rabbanon do not argue on Rav Shimon. We see the Rabbanon are in agreement that when there are two Aiden testifying that the husband is dead and she remarries, my Havalelamevad, what do you want from her? She did nothing wrong and therefore, she would allow to go back to the first husband. Answers the Gemara. No. And therefore the question is, on Ravuna Maraf, you said, so you were sleeping. It sounds like your holiness is specifically Rav Shimon. Is that true? Everyone would concur. Answers the Gemara, no, Loilam Rav Shimon, he really is Rav Shimon. and explain as follows, Rav Shimon also, Omar, Omer, Oisebezin, Karas, Kavanaz, Isha, Ishbi Isha, Ubayo Get, Alpi Edim, Kishaloi, Kavanaz, Isha, Ishva, Loi Bayo Get. So we're explaining that Rav Shimon really only holds of his din when it's two Edim, not when it's one aid. And therefore, we don't have a raya necessarily that the Rabbanon will concur with him by two Adim. And therefore, the Gemara deflects the question on Ravuna Marav, or Shishas is Kasha, because we could assume that in reality, the Chachamim would argue on Rav Shimon. Answer number one. Ravashi Amar comes along Ravashi with another Teretz. How we can explain the Brais according to Rav Shimon, the Indian Isura Katani. The Brais is referring to the level of Isser. It's not talking about Gat, Vachikamar. Asu Bezdin Kairos, by Rasid Kizadin Isha, Ish Bisha. U Misra, Bailan, she's Asra, be Aiden Kijaz Israel, Vloy Misra, Baila. So another way of explaining how that Brais could actually indeed fit with the opinion of Rav Shimon. Ravina Amar, as you turn over to Amabay, is another way to defend Ravuna Amarav. Leaning carbon ketonics again. The old question of Ravuna Meraf when he said Alchi Alchusa like Rav Shimon that when two Adim come she's allowed to go back to the first husband. The question was that Alchi Alchusa sounds like it's a specific and unique halacha of Rav Shimon. The question of Rav Shishis was we have a brace that seemingly shows us that their abundant would concur. So each tarot now is showing that that Brisa is not true. That Brisa could be Rav Shemin. So first tarot, second tarot was the Brisa was talking about Iser. The third tarot of Ravina is that the Brisa is talking about Carbon. Explains the Gemara. So Bezim Varaski is on the Ish of Eshvelo. Maisi Carbon. I'll be aiding Shigo Eshvelo. Maisi Carbon. So three different ways of reconciling that the Brisa could indeed be Rav Shemin. Says the Gemara. Now we have a different, so the first three answers of Ravuna Marav were taking the Brisa and showing it could be Rav Shimon. Once we show the Brisa is Rav Shimon, now we have no reason to assume that the Rabbanon are in agreement with Rav Shimon, and in reality the Rabbanon could disagree. And then Ravuna Marav was accurate and correct by saying, Oh, Chiyochus like Rav Shimon, and that the Rabbanon would not necessarily agree. But Viva Yisema says the Gemara another way of reconciling the Kasha Ravashi, Hakamaisa Rabbanon, he says the Gemara, we can explain that in the first case, we can explain the Brisa is the Rabbanan, Vitar Yitzhachi, and explain this files. Chutz Meish is Mishenisis Alpi Bezdin, except Meishis, or when they married unto Bezdin. So, four ways of explaining the Brisa. Now, says the Gemara, let's go back. Fundamentally, what was the reason why Rav Shish is held? That the Rabbanon should agree with Rav Shimon. Because the case of Rav Shimon is there are two Adim saying this woman to this woman her husband died. And Rav Shimon's big question was, 
Anasa Ansa. What more could she have done? There are two Adim that said her husband died, so she listened to the Adim. Why are we faulting her for listening to the Adim? So Masiv Ula asks Ula on that premise, on this idea of Mayavalila Mevat. This is going to be really almost for the duration of today. We're going to bring countless rayos of cases in halacha in which it seems that the person was up against the wall. He had no way to avoid the story. And yet we do hold him accountable. If there is a story in which one is picked in a corner and we're holding him accountable that shows us the svarah of my havalilamevahad is not accurate. Those are going to be all the kashas. So we begin with Ula, six lines from the top of Sadi Aleph on the base that asks, May Avalayla Meva, do we say, but now we learned in a mission. Again, as if there's a get that is written, and all, of course, all these cases are going to be from throughout Shas. We're not necessarily going to be able to delve into them in their entirety. Mertashem will get there as we go. So this is a Gemara in Gittin. Says the Gemara in Gittin, if they wrote the get for a certain kingdom, which is not proper, for a mother, they wrote the get for the amount of years. Of the base of Migdash, or how you have a misrah because of a mayor, or they messed up that you wrote it in the wrong place, but mayor because of mitzvahs. What's the luck of a woman has such a get that's found to be invalid and she already remarried? She has to get divorced from both husbands. Ask the Gemara Bamai, what's the problem? We should say to this girl, what do you want? This girl can say, I have a get. I got a get. What? I'm supposed to know the intricacies of law, how to read a get? So why are we faulting her? Explains the Gemara, yeah. She should have read the get. She should have went to an expert in Rav Adayon. Abaz didn't you always check? Never saw him the data line without reading. She should have read the get, so we hold her accountable. Next case. Amar of Stephen Rashi Tashma bring another ayah. Hakuri says Yivinta, someone who gets married to Yavama, Valchatsarasa, and the co-wife goes, Vinis says and gets remarried to someone else. Vinib says you islandist, and it comes out that the first one was an islandist. If it's an islandist, as we've learned extensively, that means she can't have children. That means what? That means the Yibam was invalid. So what's the Allah? Taiti Mizam Zeb Khadrachamila Bali both to get divorced and everything applies to them. Ask the Gemara Bamai. Why? What did the Tsara, what did the co-wife do wrong? Name of my Havalayim what should she have done? The old co-wife went and got, did Yibam. Says the Gemara, no. She should have waited, she should have figured out to find out if indeed the co-wife was an islandist or not. Amar Rabbi, another kasha, about 15 lines down, the first one line is Amar. All the rights that we said that a potter's up the co-wives, one of the co-wives goes and gets married. And it comes out that you had a tour, this is like the tour that we learned all the way back three months ago in that base, that when there is an Ereva, when one falls to Yibam, and the relationship with one of the wives is a form of an Ereva, it un- it automatically voids the Yibam. So that's what happened over here. But then you know what happened. My name's Elu Islandist. The one that was an Ereva, the one that was a relation to the Yavam, was an Islandist. Meaning, there was no Yibam in that story. Meaning, the co-wife should have done Yibam. What's Allah? Why don't we say, what could she have done? Says the Gemara, the same answer. She should have waited to ensure that indeed the co-wife was not an island. Oh my Rav, another cash, I think we're up to number four. Toshima, Kosav, Sefer, Get, Leish. 
The Sefer, the scribe, wrote a get to the man, Veshevel Isha, and the receipts of the woman. Vitan, they made a mistake. Venasen Gel Isha, Veshevel Ish. And they got the wrong document. Husband thinks he's giving his wife a get. He really gave her a receipt. The wife thinks she's getting the get, and the opposite occurs. Venasen Zela Zeva Zela Zela, Chazmana Rei, Get Yotzev Tachazidei Ish. And one day, the husband goes, ex-husband, pulls out his drawer to read the get, and lo and behold, it's not a get. Lo and behold, he's holding the get. He's supposed to have the receipt. He has the get, and the wife goes, she goes to find her again, and what does she have? She has a receipt. What's that? And they remarried in the interim. They have to get divorced. What do you want from them? Says the Gemara, no. Again, you should have read the get before you went and got remarried. There was a problem within the writing. The names were wrong. The cities were wrong. Ask the Gemara of Amai, name I have a little Mevad. Again, he probably could get the shirt of Britain. Amravina sings Kasha, Dashima Konsa, we get Kara, Kairiach. Someone got remarried, they bold get, a bold get is a get. Basically, for Kahanim, they would write a get, and the way that they did it was they write up, they'd write a line, they fold it up, and then they would sign it, they write another line, fold it up and sign it, another line, fold it up and sign it. The reason why they did this was that a Kayin who's not able to get remarried after getting divorced. It would take extra time. That would be a minimal of three folds and three aidim. And then what happens if, lo and behold, one of the folds doesn't have an aid? It's possible. So well, someone had such a get, and she got remarried, and lo and behold, the get was possible because it was kera, it was kereach. It was a bald get. A, yeah, kereach. So says the Gemara over there, teitim mizev, mizev, chodrach, Ask the Gemara, why? They know what thing they could have done. He probably like, really, Gita again, they should have read them. So after six different questions, trying to ask on the Svara, the Gemara deflects all, and the Gemara says, no, there is what you could have done. You should have looked into it, you should have ensured, you should have ascertained the details and read the get. And if not, it is your fault. We're going to stop over here, we're going to pick up tomorrow with the Svara of Rabbah, continuing within, do we rely on this idea of Mayavale Lamevad in certain scenarios? We'll pick it up from here tomorrow.